America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Believe It or Not, the show where we believe it. Or perhaps we uh, don't. don't. Do do not do not. Don't even try. Don't Forget even about it. Try. Full stop. Full stop. So so Damien, school's been in for a couple weeks. <laughs> it has. Oh no. Oh shit. I'm gonna fail. <laughs> I haven't been to a single class. No, not at all. I don't even know what's going on. I don't think I'm gonna gonna be able to catch up at this point. No, no, me neither. <laughs> That's like you just described, or we just described all my panic dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you realizing that I really? haven't been going to class or <laughs> I missed my exam. Or, yeah. 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 But uh when I well, went sorry to, to bring that up. college, this first month um at Bible College and uh maybe a little different in other um colleges but uh or universities was all about trying to find the one God has chosen for you. What wait, 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 wait. The first month was about trying to find someone to get married to. Basically, you were it was, we were all girl crazy. We wanted ladies, and everybody. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. so this wasn't like school mandated. This was just no. like what everyone was doing because they wanted to have sex. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Okay. Very, very different. Very different things. <laughs> I think the record of people I met was getting married in the first month, though. Like there was a couple. One person I knew of that got married the first month of Bible college. Um, not in my Are first year, married? but I, you know, a couple years later I met them and they're like, yeah, we got married our first month. I'm like, that's not cool. Whoa. That's not a good idea. Or a month after meeting. So do you know if they're still married? I doubt it. I don't know them anymore, but I mean, maybe it's fair. Uh, <laughs> if they're listening, let us know. So, so I thought, you know, in honor of that, let's, let's talk about Christian dating. We're getting married. And, oh. uh, and what Christian dating can can be or what they want it to be it's just butt stuff right just butt stuff yeah that's the <laughs> garfunkel oats loophole if you haven't seen that video everybody check that out mm-hmm. um <laughs> i also have a video of my cat reacting to it on tiktok but um, oh do you yeah <laughs> i'm not a, i'm not on tiktok uh, but i'm surprised to hear that jagger is there yeah jagger's a uh, pretty prude so he didn't like that song. prude yeah right he seems like a prude yeah well, I did cut off his balls. Not not personally, but Oh, you did. You did that. Yeah. Wow. So, but um You didn't even have the vet do it. Yeah, I did it myself. Save my save some money. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's like I posted about uh, vaccines the other day because I got in an argument with uh mm-hmm. with my friend on instagram about vaccines and then i posted on facebook because i was mad i was like just vaccinate your kids and my friend commented oh, i saw that i remember saying <laughs> my friend commented he's like i won't vaccinate my kids i have the doctor do it i'm far i'm not qualified at all <laughs> like the first time i was like oh no this is gonna be an argument <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah but no that's right yeah get uh get vaccinated dipshits yeah exactly uh <laughs> <laughs> Um, or just, you know, you don't have to say dipshits. But, yeah, just you know. be dipshits about it, you know, if you want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, so in the 90s, um, there were a lot of Christian books that came out and Christian VHS videos about dating and um, how to properly find, you know, the right person. Uh, the most popular book by far was I Kissed Dating Goodbye which came out in 1997 and it was by a fellow named Joshua Harris. So basically he said, you know, don't, don't go on single dates, go on group dates, just be friends with somebody for a while until you decide that you want to marry them. Is that just like hanging out with people? Yeah. Just hanging out with people. Do they call them group dates? Yeah. They call them group dates. So it's like, Hey, we're interested in people. So we'll get all these guys together and then they'll get all the girls together. And then we don't go on, on these dates. 
and then you don't. It's not a date, though. No, it's, it's not. Just hanging out yeah. with people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then you uh, you don't kiss till you're married, and uh, you don't kiss till you're married. Yeah, exactly. You don't. You, so when do you when do you when do you have you know um, bone town time? Oh, that's on your first date, but you wait till. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. You never kiss. <laughs> It's only genital to genital or mouth to genital. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in uh, 2019, Joshua Harris um, posted on Instagram that him and his wife were splitting up. He's not allowed to do no, that. No, he's he? not. And then a couple months later, he said, and also, I'm not a Christian anymore. And that's one of the reasons. Whoa. Yeah. So he Whoa. has apologized for writing this book and apologized for the immense damage it has caused to people um, with purity culture, shaming things of that nature. And that's uh, pretty wild. I mean, good for, good for him for kind of turning it around and um, being able to kind of like publicly uh, acknowledge that yeah. and, uh, you know, apologize for that. That's a very, very big step to take, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And then a little while later, he did try to do like a master class type thing about like leaving your faith Eesh. and charge $200 for it and then realize like, Whoa, oh, maybe, maybe never this mind. is too soon. Maybe I shouldn't be profiting maybe. off of this again. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I praised him too soon. Too. No, he did apologize Eesh. for that too. He's like, I just want to make some money, but I get it. Yep, that was too soon and. Not right. <laughs> I just wanted to make some money. I'm broke. <laughs> so this book was just you. You gave me like the very briefest of synopsis. Mm-hmm. It was just that go on group dates and see what happens. That was the whole kind of like crux of the book. No, that was part like, of it. A lot there... of it was about you know not having sex before marriage, saving yourself. Uh-huh. Um, about how you um, how dangerous regular dating is, and why uh, is that dangerous? Because one of the things they always say is that when you date, you're just setting yourself up for a divorce because if you can date and break up with somebody, um, then that's how you're going to view marriage too. Isn't being married kind of setting yourself up for a divorce? Yep. I mean, you can't you can't get divorced unless you get married, that's true. right? Yeah. So, and it's like the best say, way to avoid divorce is to never get married. Yeah, and the best way to never have premarital sex is to never get married because then none of it is premarital. I mean, I guess that's true. Then I've never had premarital sex because yeah. I don't ever intend on getting married. Yeah, exactly. Same. Not officially. Yeah. Maybe unofficially. Like you do a little ceremony on the beach or something. <laughs> no, I wanted Elvis to do it. Oh, yeah. Elvis to do it. Yeah. 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 I hear that Elvis is a state, like the Presley estate is like cracking down on Elvis impersonators in, in oh, really? Vegas. So they're like sending cease and desist. Interesting. So. Well, then how am I supposed to get married? And why would you want to get married to somebody who dated a 14-year-old? <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not marrying the Elvis in person. No, but like, if the Elvis in person, because Elvis dated 12-year-olds and 14-year-olds, so. Right, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. But, right. So not exactly the symbol you want starting out your marriage, but that's just my thought. Yeah, well, well maybe not. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, <laughs> Jagger's making some noise. Jagger, shut up. Um, do you know what a DTR is? Uh, down to read the Bible. <laughs> is uh, no? Is that not it? No, it's a define the relationship. Oh, is that like when you post your status on Facebook? Pretty much. So basically, what you what you do if you're in in youth group or college and career group or you're in in bible college and you have to let everyone know you're hanging out with somebody and you know you're spending a lot of time with this person that you're interested in and then you say can we have the dtr and then they say okay yeah let's sit down and have the dtr (laughs) and you sit down and i'm gonna kill my cat are you done and you sit down and you say whether or not you have feelings for each other and where okay. you want this relationship to go. Isn't that just like like a normal relationship? Yep. And you're just kinda like, so what is this? What are we what are we doing? Like are we are we a thing? Are we here? exclusive? Like, yeah. like that's just so many of these things that they describe just seem like normal things that you do anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Jagger. Why does it need to have like this weird Sorry. 
acronym. Exactly. Is that an acronym? It's an acronym? I'd say it's an acronym. Another another common thing that we would see, either someone saying, hey, God told me, I'm really feeling that God is telling me that you and I should be together. That's like the classic. That sounds Christian. manipulative. Yep, that's very manipulative. Or the opposite of that is the breakup where I really feel like God is telling me that you're not the right person for me. Oh, you fucking coward. Yeah. Fuck you, God. Don't you have anything better to do with your time? I, well, I, w- I didn't mean God. I meant the person no, using God as <laughs> yeah. an excuse for the breakup. But yeah, yeah, yeah. God's a coward too yeah. for making you break up with uh, Jennifer. Yeah. Freaking Jennifer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and God. Freaking God. <laughs> making me break up with Jennifer. It could have been something. Could have been. Could have been a contender. You mean? Yeah, could have been a contender for marriage and possible divorce. <laughs> Relevant magazine, um, a Christian magazine that's ve- barely, barely. It's called Rele- Wait, wait, wait. It's called Relevant yeah. Magazine. Relevant magazine. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so funny. That's like uh, <laughs> it's like calling a thing important newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, Steph Drury from uh, Stuff Christian Culture likes. She always posts like terrible, relevant articles with "You stay relevant, relevant," Mm -hmm. (laughs) because a lot of times they miss the mark. And uh, this one though is uh, they did an article about uh, dating Christian dating cliches, things that they say. I'm guarding my heart is the big one. It's basically instead of saying, "Hey, I need to set up some boundaries," it's like I need to guard guard my heart. It's like, yeah, just right. say you want some boundaries. Like, say, hey, I don't want this physical touch or whatever. Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. But don't, don't, don't touch my butthole. Yeah, don't touch my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's for me and the doctor only. <laughs> um, another one is, uh, I'm just waiting on God. And that, to, that means yeah, I'm not really feeling it. <laughs> like, I'm not really interested in you. I'm just waiting on God. Is waiting on God mean you're waiting to have relations with God? Is that what that's saying? <laughs> For now, until God gives you for the now. right person. Yeah. Oh, okay. Another that's one nice. is I'm. J- I just need to date Jesus for a while. I need to focus more on dating Jesus. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah. People love to say that they're dating jesus Mm -hmm. how do you think jesus feels about that yeah i don't know was he into polyamory like if he is that's fine i mean hey yeah so long as everyone's okay with it i feel like most of the people who want to date jesus though aren't into polyamory that's true yeah so that's where the issue comes i mean they're always asking jesus to come in them right yeah it's true but they have to get married first yeah (laughs) <laughs> the amount of times I'm going through like clips and stuff, I think I even have one in the next video where it's like someone's mm-hmm. like just talking way too much about Jesus coming in you. <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen that one before. <laughs> yeah. And th- okay. Wow. So, and this kind of goes back to the, um, I cause dating goodbye thing, but, uh, and more sinister, I guess, mm-hmm. do you know the difference between dating and courting according to Christians? No. Okay. So there's not really a difference between dating and courtship. Courtship is just the old word for dating. But Christians have decided that that's not true. And uh, so God Questions Ministries defines it this way. Courtship takes the position that the two people have no physical contact at all, no touching, no hand-holding, no kissing until marriage. Many in courtship relationships will not spend any time together unless family members, preferably parents, are present at the time. Wait, wait, they won't spend any time together? Yeah, without their parents present <laughs> or another family member. That's wild. Courting couples state up front that their intentions are to see if the other person is a suitable potential marriage partner. Courtship advocates claim that courtship allows for two people to truly get to know each other in a more platonic setting without the pressure of physical intimacy or emotions clouding their view. What about the pressure of having to hang out with your parents or other family members? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's way worse. Also, I I mean I could kind of I can kind of agree a little bit. Like I would see like maybe courting as like the early phases of dating. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then once you're kind of locked in, then you're really dating, yeah. you know? Yeah. But not the not the no, not no physical touch. You're not allowed to be alone unless you have family members. Yeah. <laughs> and you never really spend time with each other. So Yeah. And so God questions is more like defining it like, hey, you know, there's pros and cons to it. Mm-hmm. 
this other website, though, Institute in Basic Life Principles, which is what the Duggars are into. They're oh, yeah, those fuckos, those fuckos, and they do a lot. This institute does a lot of uh, um, homeschooling curriculum and uh, things like yeah. that. And the founder had to step down. They should institute themselves into a lake. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the founder did a lot of inappropriate sexual things, um, of course. Mm. Really? And of course, that's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> the Duggars themselves, um, not all great people. Um, really? <laughs> but they say courtship is a relationship between a man and a woman in which they seek to determine if it is God's will for them to marry each other. Under the protection, guidance, and blessing of parents or mentors, the couple concentrate concentrates on developing a deep friendship that could lead to marriage as they discern their readiness for marriage and God's timing for marriage. Courtship is a choice to avoid temptation and experience the blessings of purity. It is a choice to not emotionally give away your heart piece by piece to many others through casual dating relationships and instead to give your whole heart to your life partner. This just seems like so useless. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a big fucking waste of time. Like, why do you... Well, first of all, it's this weird obsession with purity yeah. that um, religious people seem to have, and it, this weird importance for it. Well, I can guarantee you these people are ever far from perfect yeah. or pure in any way. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically just saying get to know this person as a friend first, and then you can start dating them. But I, I don't understand why you can't just you know do both at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Like why? Why do you have to do this like step by step thing? And then, I I feel like it'd be even harder to do that if you're hanging around like family members, yeah, or parents exactly. as well. Like that's that's just adding extra logistics to it to overcomplicate things. If anything, it just feels like another way to kind of have your parents and family meddling in your uh, dating life, right? Yeah. It, it's giving them authority and power over who you end up being with. And I, I feel like that's very toxic and not a very healthy way to go about a relationship. No, not at all. And you don't, you're not yourself when you're like in that group of people, you're not no, really no, getting not to know each other because yeah, there's so many barriers and walls there and um, intimacy is important. Like they act like intimacy and emotions mm. aren't important, but of course those are important things for deciding on who you want to marry. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing, like you're saying, like you, you, you behave differently with different people. And if you set up the expectation that the way you behave with your partner is the same way that you behave with your parents, I wonder how like actually genuine that ends up being for most of these people. Yeah, exactly. And I feel that's just going to cause problems later. Exactly. Like, yeah, just think of yourself. I mean, these are probably... You're probably not doing this till you're 18, 19, mm -hmm. hopefully. Um, just, yeah, because the marriage is in question. Just think of yourself when you're that young, like how different you were with your friends than when you were with your parents. I don't know. If I was like uber Christian, maybe it wouldn't be that different. Yeah, that's true. But I was uber Christian and at least right. like, because my parents had a different sense of humor than my friends. So that part of right, me is right, going right. to is going to be different. And, you know, I liked movies and stuff and my parents weren't into that. So that's what I would talk about with my friends. And I guess maybe if you're like, oh, that'd just be so weird to be on a date and your parents are just sitting there taking notes or like, <laughs> is that what they're doing? I don't they're know. Like that's how I picture notes? they're just in the corner. Like, hmm. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Noted. But uh, if you're not courting, though, if you are a Christian and you decide, okay, the courtship model isn't for me, and you do want to date, there's a lot of advice out there. A very common piece of dating advice is start dating only when you want to get married. Only when you're like, okay, I am ready to get married, so now I will start dating. So basically, like... That's terrible advice. Yeah. Je Jefferson Bethke, he's a, a YouTuber, and he, he did a... Uh, his most famous video was Why I Hate Religion But Love Jesus. And uh, he's got a lot of terrible advice. And the one thing that gets quoted by him a lot is this quote where he said, dating without the intent of getting married is like going to a grocery store with no money. You either leave unsatisfied or take something that isn't yours. What? 
okay, I, I understand what they're trying to say, but there are no ways. Like, it is a terrible representation. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> On the monorail episode of The Simpsons, it's like a town with money is like a mule with a spinning wheel. You know, a town with money is a little like the mule with a spinning wheel. No one knows how he got it, and danged if he knows how to use it. <laughs> because dating is about fun. It's about getting to know people. It's about yeah. figuring yourself out. And yeah, there's also, so much dating more to is dating. not dating is not necessarily like this transactional thing that they're trying to make it out to be, no. right? Yeah. Well, it's a transactional <laughs> like it's a in the take. sense that, like, if somebody pays for yes. it, then they're owed sex. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. We're not that kind of podcast. <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Like it's it like this is implying that you know you have to. I, I don't know. It, it's it, I don't like it. Yeah, it feels gross. It feels gross. Yeah, and it's like yeah. So you're not supposed to date if if you're like okay, I don't want to get married till I'm stable enough that I can buy a house. Okay, so that means I can't date till I'm stable enough that I can buy a house or like whatever your standard is for when you want to get married. It's like that's I don't know. It's just such a different thing. That well, the the problem with that I feel too though is like your perception of when you're ready to get married and what it's actually like to be in a relationship with somebody are two very yeah. very different things. Mm-hmm. Like you have no real concept of what it's like to. Uh, date somebody or marry somebody or live with somebody or have a a long-term relationship with somebody you have no concept of that and if you've never dated anybody you're not going to have a concept of that yeah so you're going in completely blind you're making assumptions of things that you have no experience in and then arbitrarily deciding oh okay i'm gonna lock it down forever with somebody yeah now and uh like that's yeah that's wild it's insane and Wildly irresponsible. Yeah. Paul and Morgan are YouTubers, and they've said multiple times that you shouldn't date for over a year. So if you're dating for over a year and you're not engaged yet, then there's a problem. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You're screwed. I'm fucked. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Which is ridiculous, because, like, I don't know. I've had friends for over a year sometimes, and... You get to know things over time, and I don't know. I guess you get to know things in your marriage too. And I'm not against divorce, so <laughs> but still, like they are. And uh, yeah, well, I also feel too. It comes down to what people value the importance of marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't really value it, the idea behind it that much at all. Really, yeah, <laughs> really. Like it feels like such a a non a non-thing like a non-issue yeah if that makes sense i understand how it can be like symbolically important to people and things Mm -hmm. like that i would do it for those reasons yeah but outside of that or like you know like medical or financial things maybe if i had any medical or financial things to worry (laughs) about but i mean it just doesn't it doesn't feel like a necessity yeah exactly if that makes sense um Another piece of advice is uh, to uh, to be open to to uh, yeah to be friends first and then start dating. So make sure you have a mm-hmm. solid friendship before you start dating. Uh, I think yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with like being friends with somebody and then realizing, hey, I have an attraction to right. to this person, and I'm interested to see if they're also interested. Um, especially with me, that's kind of how my brain works. Is I don't really find. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not really attracted to people until I'm friends with them. But right. um, with with this mindset, I think it can be dangerous, especially like in a lot of these Christian circles. And I was definitely guilty of it where you the advice is always, yeah, build a strong friendship first and then start dating. So as you're building this strong friendship, the words dating has never come up. You know, you've never mm-hmm. shown that you're interested in this person. And then, and then it's that whole "oh, I've been friend zoned" thing. And it's like, you no, know, you haven't. You just oh, you never showed your intention. I see. You you you're, you're worried. You became friends like with them towards... because you were interested in them, not because you wanted to be friends with them. And then you feel slighted because they didn't feel the same way, even though you never 
mentioned that that's right. how you feel. And right. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're not becoming friends with them because you want to be friends. You're becoming friends with them because you want to date them later. Yeah, exactly. And I think that can be yeah. very dangerous and very like, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And it's, yeah, because yeah, the whole friend zone thing I think is, it's like, yeah, that's exactly the problem with it is that, um, what were you just friends with them because you wanted to date them? Then that's not mm. right. Right. So, and friend zoning someone isn't a thing because you just, you were friends. <laughs> you're, not, you're not putting them in the friend zone. You just, that's, I'm your friend. And that's, I thought we were yeah. friends. So, and some people don't have reciprocal feelings. Yeah. So, Here's a piece of advice for you. The man is the leader in a relationship. So um, the man has to... Like the man? The man like in the relationship. Keeping us down? Yeah. Oh, in a relationship. <laughs> so um, the man has to lead the woman, not just in marriage, but in dating. So uh, they have to be the protector and they have to be the provider. And uh, they have to make firm decisions. Let's just... Let's just confirm some outdated gender norms. Exactly. <laughs> just, you know, some mild sexism, you know. Yeah. The main thing is you have to commit to purity. Mm, purity right. is the number one thing. And also, in my opinion, this kind of idea is the most dangerous because... Your balls will fill up too much with jizz, and then if you don't do something, they'll explode. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we learned in science class. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, pretty much. Well, purity culture, it's a lot about guilt. It's a lot about what? making people feel awful oh, for, okay. for what they've done. And right, that can right, be right, very right, dangerous right, right, and right. make people feel like less than. And it also makes mm-hmm. you feel guilty for just doing something that two consenting adults did. And yeah. then afterwards, you're like, oh, I'm a bad person. It's like, no, mm. you're just a person <laughs> who, yeah. who had a sexual desire. And then another person had also that. And the two of you were like, let's do this thing. And yeah. Yeah. And then, as long as you both, you know, agreed to it and want to do it. Yeah. What's the big deal? Exactly. And it also, this culture makes it so like, if you do stay quote unquote pure until your wedding, then you're going to have trouble in the bedroom after you get married and so many issues there too. Cause you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You've been told it's a sin and evil your whole life. And now all of a sudden it's good. So you're like, so you still have that guilt and you still feel like, well, not crap. Yeah. Not even that side of it. Just even just the, just the idea of like sexual compatibility. Right. Yeah. Like you don't know if you guys are, or if like two people are, you know, necessarily good for each other in that sense, you know, whether there, there's so many like different variables about it and whether you're into like similar things or you like the same kind of things or just if things just don't work out between two people, right? Like you might really care for somebody, but it just doesn't work out that way. I mean, that can cause a lot of problems down the line as well. Exactly. I mean, I think a big thing about dating is, is less about, you know, making sure you get it right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is what seems to be what most of these like marriage things are and more about kind of learning about what your needs for a relationship are and how you're able to meet the needs of the person that you're with as well. Yeah. Whereas if you're only just trying to do it like, well, I have to do it this one time and I have to do it when I think it's right and I have to do it this way. You're not actually looking at anybody's needs. You're just trying to, you're trying to check these boxes and fulfill this idea of what you think it is. Yeah without actually examining yourself or the person you're with, really. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then that's the other thing, too, is that it's, it's like, so ingrained in you that you can't divorce ever that that adds, mm. that adds to, to hardship in, in dating and marriage as well because right, you have to make that decision when you're 18 or 20 and uh, and you have to keep that decision for the rest of your life no matter what and... Right. And it just uh, ruins lives. Um, well, I mean, it's also bad, too, because you set all these other things up. So all of these people are getting married young and without really putting all the work in because they want to have sex. Yeah. 
And then when they find out that they're not compatible and it doesn't work, that's when they want to get the divorces, right? Yeah. So you're kind of driving this divorce machine by trying to push them into this marriage box, you know? Yeah. Oh, I would also like to point out, um, I've um, made fun of the whole Christians getting married young thing before, and I have a family mm-hmm. member who is probably listening right now who did get married young and is, is a very in a very happy relationship. I'm not saying... That it can't work out. Don't get me wrong. And oh, you no, guys, no, 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 no. we lovely. weren't saying that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, for every one relationship that does work, there's probably ten that don't. Yeah, exactly. If not more. Yeah. But that's not to say that it can't happen. I mean, if anything, you're the exception to the rule and not the rule. Yeah. Right. But again, that comes down to two people. You got lucky, yeah. um, but you're also willing to compromise and learn and work on those things. And not everybody is necessarily willing to do that. Yeah. Or capable of doing that or, or capable of doing that. Yeah. Um, So there's also um, another YouTuber. They did a video with um, Paula Morgan um, and they were, uh, they're called Nate and Sutton. And it's another couple Christian couple YouTubers who give dating advice and marriage advice. And so they did this sit down with the two of them and they kept saying like things they thought you should do during dating. And they would also be like, I mean, we didn't do that. We failed or we messed up, but we think it's a good thing to do. And it's like, it's always like you have to do this, but we didn't. It's fine. We should have. But it's right. also like, yeah, but you're also saying you're in a happy marriage and a happy relationship. Right. So maybe it wasn't so bad that you, that you, uh, you know, touched <laughs> rules for buckles. thee, not for me. Yeah. It's also like, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, exactly. It's weak. Yeah. Um, I found a list. Weak. I, I found a bunch of lists of advice that I stole some of those mm-hmm. quotes from, um, but, or some of those things from, but uh, I found a good top 10 list here that pretty summar- pretty much summarizes oh. a lot of them. Um, so the David Letterman top 10. David Letterman top 10 dating advice, and this is from CBN. So that's the Christian mm-hmm. Broadcast Network. Um, so the number one, I'm, going, I'm not going counting down. Oh, you're starting at one? Starting at one. They started at one. I don't know. Do you know okay. what it means to not be unequally yoked? Wait, to not, to not be unequally yoked? Yeah, you want to be equally yoked. I, I, I'm just trying to get these double negatives. Yeah. So unequally yoked not be unequally you don't yoked, want to be meaning to be yoked. yeah so meaning being equally yoked yeah. okay this feels like a very terrible way to bring that about yeah. like to say that but anyway <laughs> please continue but do you know what that means like you're both pulling your own weight uh sort of doing like the same amount kind of thing like you're both putting the same amount of effort in nope not at all it's about uh, don't date a non-christian so if you're a christian do not date a non-christian Oh, yoked like Jack Jesus yeah, is what you mean. Exactly. I gotcha. Or some would say even <laughs> if you're if you're like super into God and somebody says they believe in God but doesn't seem to be as into God as you, then that's being unequally yoked too. Like you have to have the same the same passion for the Lord. So so they're not only just being religious douchebags, they're also gatekeeping yeah. your spirituality. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking pricks. Yeah. Number two. Uh, okay. Put on the armor of God daily. You need all the help you can get today and are spending time with God. Do you depend on him to meet your needs to love, uh, to, <laughs> of love and security? You can resist temptation if you put on the whole armor of God. So it's saying be a needy, uh, <laughs> dependent little baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you're helpless and useless without this. Yeah. And uh, yeah, okay, great. <laughs> great. Uh, That's what I hate about like uh, things like AA and stuff like that too. It's like the first part about, one of the big parts about it is about surrendering yourself at it and saying that you have no power over it. And I think that's such a terrible yeah. mindset to have in oh, these yeah. kind of situations is that you basically have to give up and say you're a horrible worthless thing that has no control over anything yeah and that's the crux of christianity <laughs> it's really gross yeah i mean sure there's a lot of stuff that we don't have control over but uh, yeah 
it's bull plop. It's different than just being like saying like, well, I'm a worthless piece of shit and I can't do anything without my sky daddy. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, number three. Mm-hmm. Put obedience over passion. Not everything we do that's right feels good. In fact, usually the opposite is true. If it feels incredibly good to give into passion, but the authority, it feels incredibly good to give into passion, but the authority of Christ needs to take precedence over your physical drive. Society tells you to give in to the moment. Christ tells you to be obedient to His word. Okay. So don't fuck. Don't fuck. Uh, <laughs> number four, physical expression must be appropriate. So, what what does that mean? What do you mean by that? But uh, is that like no PDAs yeah, or something? No, or? no, anything basically. Physical touch should be mm. in the context of a meaningful relationship, not reduced to satisf- satisf- satisfaction of personal need. But isn't even if you're doing it in the fulfillment of a relationship, isn't that satisfying a personal need? Yeah. Like, aren't you, aren't you still f- satisfying a personal need by doing that? Yeah, but you have to wait like till you married. can't really have one without the other unless you hate the person. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, just being. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I derive no yeah, pleasure from it at in all. A relationship at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and having like any intimate contact is fulfilling a personal need. Yeah, unless you absolutely hate the person and you're only doing it out of duty. Yeah, exactly. And that's a terrible loveless marriage yeah. <laughs> that nobody should be in. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Wow. <sighs> anyway, number five. Continue. What are we on? Number five. All right. Limits must be set mutually. I agree with that. Actually, boundaries yeah. are good. Yeah. Set limits. Totally. Uh, yeah. Uh, examine your number six examine your personal motives what is your motivation power and control gratifying your own ego meeting a selfish need or genuine affection okay okay yeah yeah that's fine um i think those are two valid points yeah and another one is basically don't fuck so number seven is there too much physical and too little other if the social emotional spiritual dimensional uh, spiritual dimensions are missing or lacking uh, you are out of balance if you can't stop if you can't stand the person but have a great physical relationship rethink the relationship depends what you want how, how much how much are you fucking yeah <laughs> like it, if you're but like true, okay for this period want. of my life i we both want so, something just physical and that's how mm-hmm. we feel it like, goes back to number sure. 5 set mutual <laughs> limits mm. like if that's what you want if that's what the two of you want then yeah. Yeah. Uh, less is better. Another one, it, they could just say, don't fuck. Uh, if one person is uncomfortable with any type of physical expression, don't do it. You should respect each other, uh, respect and honor each other. Don't push a date to do something that makes him feel. Yeah, that's just consent. I thought Christians yeah, I were agree against with that, consent. But, but what does that have to do with less is better? That doesn't yeah. make it. Th- th- those are two very different ideas. Exactly. Yeah. It's like consent is better. Like consent mm-hmm. could be more, consent can be less. It's, yeah. yeah. Number nine again. Don't fuck. It says, <laughs> "Be guided by love versus lust." Love is a fruit yeah. of the spirit. From love comes self control. Operates in love, not lust. But why can't you have both? Nobody on this planet. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say nobody, but most people on this planet exist because their dad lusted after after their mother like that's just <laughs> or vice versa or vice versa yeah <laughs> i'm just saying why can't you have love with lust yeah exactly or why do you need to have love with lust yeah. either like nothing wrong with either yeah exactly whichever way works best for you mm-hmm. and i think we can both agree with number 10 allow the mm. holy spirit to direct and lead you Hmm. <laughs> um, uh actually i don't like agree with that. No, like guide your like guide your wiener into the vagina yeah Is that what you mean? <laughs> stay on target <laughs> the holy spirit <laughs> jesus take the wheel <laughs> use the force Just close your eyes and start thrusting <laughs> oh boy i remember uh when my friend uh got engaged and they told 
uh, he told his uh, future father-in-law mm-hmm. that they weren't going to have sex until they got married. <laughs> the Why fa- would you say that? <laughs> and the Why fa- would you bring that up? And the father-in-law goes, oh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> You're going to hit a thigh on the way in and it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that guy's keeping it real. Yeah. I like that guy. Uh, that's all I have for dating advice. Um, what do you think about wow. Christian dating advice? Uh, on the mo- on the whole, terrible. A few like I think they hit a few like genuinely real advice things. Which, but I feel like most religion is like that. Yeah, they hide a few little things of like you know pretty basic common sense or like you know semi-decent like insights into things that you know most people either know or you know should know yeah but it's all hidden around you know this whole idea of uh, obedience and purity which is all a bunch of horse shit well yeah and that's what a lot of cults do when they start out too is they just use a lot of like self-help like things that make you feel good in the moment things mixed Mm -hmm. in with but it's because our our space wizard um Mm -hmm. wants your laser beams or whatever well, it's also too like so much of it is like by depriving people of of ways that actually make them feel good, they're able to restrict it and control it, and then you know dole it out as they see fit in order to fulfill their agendas, right? Yeah, exactly. So, and that's how cults do it too. They deprive you of the things that you enjoy and you care about and you love, yeah. so that way they have that over you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, and exactly, and if you have. Um, broken one of their rules, then they have that over you, and they have that guilt to control you. And yeah, mm-hmm. um, a little off topic. Have you been seeing the stuff recently about uh, everything that's going on in in Iran right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, super sad, and also like, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, some change happens out of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, saw a couple TikToks of of women being like, oh, "Feel so nice to like walk outside without a hijab." Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's really nice to see people trying to stand up for for these things and people's rights and yeah. trying to you know take a stand uh, against such a repressive and hateful group of people. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there are these like what do they call them? Decency militia or police? Yeah, or religious like police that. or like modesty police or yeah. And that they're just like viewed as normal and okay is yeah. It's uh it's it's scary and it's depressing and I feel for these people yeah. and I hope that they're able to uh I don't know, get past it yeah. as best they can. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's only so much we can really do other than, you know, show your support for them. Yeah. I I don't, I don't, I don't really know what we can do to be honest. I guess like, I mean, one thing I guess would be to like contact your member of parliament or your congressperson or whoever and be like, what are we doing to stand by these people? Um, That's maybe something. Um, But yeah. Um. I'm sure there are also other organizations. Um, maybe we can try and take a look into that. Yeah. Um, you know, that will help aid these people, whether it be medical supplies or yeah. anything like that, you know, because yeah. I'm sure we're going to need some of those things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a different note, but should we thank some patrons? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Didn't mean to bring the to bring the mood no, I down. Like that. Just, uh, <laughs> I think when we're talking about morality about, and yeah. stuff, it felt like you know, yeah, it would feel weird if I didn't at least bring it up. Yeah, that's true. Oh my god! Wow! Thank you so much! Oh, oh thank you! Oh, thank you! Thank you so much! Everybody, thank you so much for coming to the Bible study. It means so much in this trying time. Oh, it's so trying this time. This time we've tried and we've tried and we've tried. And we just want to thank you all for coming out again Mm. and really supporting us and supporting the Lord and the work that 
we do and the work that the Lord does and the work that you do for the Lord and for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're like the try guys over here in this try. Yeah. We're trying, we're trying, we're trying and we're guys mm-hmm. and uh, we're trying. But there's only two of us instead of four of us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Damien, do you have anybody you want to thank? Yeah. Yeah. Today I'd, I've got a, quite a few people that I'd like to thank today. I'd, I'd like to thank our friends, uh, Ryan, and uh, Rachel, and let's not forget judge and jury, and our friend French Toast. There are other nationalities of toast, but French Toast mm. is the one we're thanking today. And I want to thank David and Devin, and let's not forget our friend Dudebra, our friend Riker, and we also have to thank our friend Neon Lichen. Mm. And I have a very special prayer request for my good friend, Eric. Ah. Now, as you know, Eric is a big supporter of us and wants us to do well, but uh, also has their own React channel to us. And so every time we put out a podcast episode, they they react. And uh, it's very nice, a very neat thing, but... Um, I feel like the the comments are getting a little too harsh about uh, about our t-shirts, and I, I really feel like um, Eric react to the content of our character, not the and not the content of our t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Amen. So we just lift Eric up. Amen. To you lift today. him up high to the second floor, to the third floor, right up to the rafters. Right up Raise to him the rafters. up. Amen. Raise him up. Uh, speaking of Amen. raising up, should we do a Christian rock lyric? Oh, you're darn tootin', brother. Let's bring that band up. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. Um, Damien. Yeah. You like Christian pop punk? I don't I don't really like pop punk. Mm. So I don't know if I'm gonna really like Christian pop punk is what is this like Machine Gun Kelly? No, <laughs> this is like okay. So <laughs> late nineties, early two thousands. I was into Christian pop punk. Uh, so MXPX, um, Huntington's. MXPX. Um, and, uh, what was what else was out there? Huntington's, Huntington's. isn't like Huntington's disease. Yeah, isn't that a thing? <laughs> Huntington's was very much modeled after the Ramones in the way they did like other. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so they all had like the last name Huntington, and then they all had like. Um, that had a similar logo. I liked um, MXPX. Yeah, I said that. Um, oh, other- Jesus. Hunting- Huntington's disease is a rare inherited disease that causes the progressive breakdown, degeneration of nerve cells in the brain. Okay, that's awful. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's what they named their band. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe listening to their music causes a degeneration of brain cells that's in the true. brain. <sighs> and then I just got into pop punk in general. A lot, a lot of it... Um, mm. I didn't have the best like um, lead singer. That was, I think, a lot of issues with pop punks is like the singer couldn't sing, which is you know kind of the thing with punk is, anyway. And uh, I mean that that doesn't always bother me, yeah, necessarily, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but uh, this band, so this band we're going to talk about. Um, they put out an album in two thousand. I think it was just a self titled album, and um, it was a lot of fun. I at the time I really enjoyed it. It was like um, a thing where all my Christian friends were like, "This is such a fun album," and uh, I was listening to it a bit today, and it is kind of preachy, uh, but also had a couple really fun songs. Stupid Jagger <laughs> and uh, Jagger had some fun songs, and also had a cover of um, "Living on a Prayer" that they did an okay job on. <laughs> okay, so who is this band? They're Sorry? called Fillmore. Fillmore. Yeah. Okay. Um, but this one song. Oh boy. Uh it's called Fishy. Uh, okay. And here we go. Sometimes I wonder if I'll ever find her, the one that God's chosen for me. And what if I find her, but she doesn't like me? I guess that disproves destiny. But I should know better. Yeah. The sea is much wetter, with plenty of fishes to see. And I know my father has scoped out the water and picked out a fishy for me. And then it goes, so that's like the slower, like, 
opening part and then it goes into the pop punk and say like, Jesus has a girl for me. She's everything I want her to be. Jesus has a girl for me. I know he just want uh I know he does just wait and see. Jesus has a girl for me. She's everything I want her to be. Jesus has a girl for me and I'll love her and she'll love me. Yeah, it's just kind of lame. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like I don't like the idea of like, oh, there's someone for everyone. Yeah, I hate that idea. Because yeah. then it implies that it's like, yeah, it, that's not how people work. People aren't like these weird set things yeah. that, you know, is a perfect fit for everybody or anything yeah. like that. Right. It's there's there's too many variables for something like that stupidly simple to be true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think sometimes, too, like someone sometimes people are the right person for you in that season and sometimes they're what you need in that season and that's okay that it doesn't last very long or it doesn't last as long as other relationships that doesn't mean it was a bad thing and it doesn't mean it was a bad relationship because it didn't yeah i mean and sometimes people you know you're not right for them maybe because you're not in the right place for it right exactly so yeah, I don't know. Self improvement first, and then maybe you can find a compatibility with somebody else. Yeah, instead of thinking that uh, Jesus picked somebody for you. Yeah, which is not good. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't even touch on. So what sorry, Fillmore's. The Fillmore's. Just Fillmore. Yeah. Fillmore. Fillmore. Uh, Fillmore's the uh, famed strip club downtown in Toronto. I think they just got bought out, and so I don't know what's going on there. Oh no! Maybe Fillmore will play <laughs> one last show there. Yeah. You think they'll do it? Is that the one? Yeah, my uh, my brother was in town, and I visited him at his hotel, and we look out the window. And it's like, oh, you got a great view of Fillmore's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Jar, uh, Jarvis and Dundas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, another uh, thing too, I didn't even talk about is just what how painful it is sometimes to be single in the church and just how you're treated mm. as a single person in the church. Um, that right. could be another topic someday. So, I think it'd be worth looking into, mm-hmm. or even one of your uh, patented YouTube videos. YouTube videos. Oh, this is a plug for Trevor's patented YouTube videos. And we're very close to 100K right now, which is very exciting. Oh, yeah. So, so if you know anyone not subscribed, get them out there. Have them subscribe. Make another account. Subscribe. Tell your mother about us. Buy, buy, buy some bots. <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Have a lovely life from now on. Mm. <laughs> And we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Work, 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 Sky Moon. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 